welcome to the Child of a Library podcast, where we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts. How are you all doing? I hope when you are listening to this, you have rested well between the years. This is what we call it here in Germany, the time between Christmas, if you celebrate that, and New Year's, between the years. And I really hope that you started into a successful 2024. It is absolutely crazy to think about that I have been doing this podcast project for three years now. So much has happened, so much change in my life has also happened, but the podcast is still going strong and that is definitely a win. And as for many people out there, I also take the time at the end of December to contemplate how the last year went, what I was grateful for, what I want to leave in 2023 and what I set out to do in 2024. One thing that has become a reoccurring event on my podcast, let's call it like that, especially in 2023, is my partnership with Medaya Jewelry. And I'm very, very happy that they are also part of this podcast episode again. They have been such great supporters of the podcast and I honestly wear their jewelry pieces almost every day to work or when I go out and they are so easily combinable and can be layered on top of each other. It's really great. They are super classy, super timeless. No matter what I wear, it's always possible to style their jewelry with it. And I have gotten compliments on multiple occasions on the pieces that I wore. So yeah, I felt pretty good about that. <laughs> So if you want to check out Medaya, you can do so under the link that I will put in the show notes and with my code MARE25, you will get 25% off your order. And they were so kind to let me go through their selection of pieces to pick a couple of new items to show to you. And some of you might have already seen them over on my Instagram at child of the library. And if not, head over to there and you can take a look while you listen to me recap my year and describe the earrings, the necklace, the ring and the bracelet that I got. So reading wise 2023 went pretty well, I would say. Actually, I read almost 70 books, which is a couple of books over the goal of 62 that I set out to reach. And I definitely wanted to read more than last year. 2022 was really not my strongest year, at least quantity-wise. I also this year rediscovered my love for my e-reader again, especially for reading mangas. It was so enjoyable, <laughs> honestly. I read so many good ones this year and for some reason they are all cat-themed because I'm predictable, but oh well. The hard ones, what the hard ones, okay? <laughs> but anyway, that was a great e-reader moment. Loving that for traveling. And speaking of traveling, in the first half year we spent a lovely week in Greece and it was a holiday for pure relaxation and food and it was marvelous. <laughs> and this was the occasion when I also recorded my first on-the-go podcast episode in our hotel room in Greece. And I recorded with my little Lavalier mic, which I had used for my first two podcast episodes. And when I traveled actually really comes in 
so handy. So if you want to have a listen to that episode, it is number 40, if you want to check that out. And the rest that we got there in Greece was really, really needed. Because work-wise, this year was actually pretty intense. And that is also why there were not as many episodes this year as I might have wanted. But the ones that I put out, I'm very proud of actually. So I still count that as a definitive win. Three other big wins that I definitely also want to mention in this episode before I speak a little bit more about the reading I did this year are, first of all, our holiday to the US. It was a wonderful trip. We visited so many national parks. We drove so many hours in our car and we also hiked quite a bit and spent some quality time with friends in Los Angeles. And if you want to get more of a visual impression of what that was like, head over to the show notes and I will link the Instagram highlight that features all of the cool things we did in case you want to get some inspiration for a US road trip or bookstores that you can also check out along the way. My bookshelves definitely got heavier after that trip. And I'm honestly still wondering how we got all of the books back to Germany without needing to pay for overweighted luggage. (laughs) Secondly, one of our holiday destinations was the Olympic National Park in Washington. And legends of the middle 2000s will know that a certain vampire werewolf teenage romance book series is set in that area. So I invited two friends onto my podcast to talk about Twilight in this huge collaboration episode that went live in December. And we had so much fun. This was also the first time on the podcast where we were more than two people on the recording. So shout out to Jordan and Ruby for doing this with me. Episode number 41, if you want to check that out and give that a listen. And they were such wonderful guests. And I really hope to make our little international book committee a reoccurring format here on the Child of the Library podcast. Honestly, talking with the ladies really sparked so many ideas for series that we could talk about. It's just amazing. I had such a spurt of creative energy (laughs) that I got from talking with them. And thirdly, the Frankfurt Book Fair also happened at the end of October. And it was so special because we had author and friend of the Child of the Library podcast, Mark Tullius, whom we already met back in LA with his family here in Germany at the fair, where he was promoting his new books. And while he was busy in his booth, I went around the fair a little bit more, stood in line to buy some books for one and a half hours, but I made new friends along the way because standing in line to buy the same book really makes you grow closer, apparently. And what we actually stood in line for was a special edition of Fourth Wing. And honestly, Ruby, whom I did the collaboration episode with on Twilight, we two already said that there will definitely be a podcast episode coming out about Fourth Wing. I'm super excited for that. So those were all of the podcast-related recaps. And now, reading-wise, as I said, my year was successful. I read a lot of classics that I had on my radar, actually. So pretty stoked about that. 1984 and Dracula could be ticked off. And I could also read a couple of books from my top priority list that I set at the beginning of the year, namely The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, 
The Stationery Shop by Marge and Kamali, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Seven, and now in December also The Secret History by Donna Tart. Of course, there's always room for improvement, but given the fact that I was so consumed by cat manga during the late summer, I'm happy that I was actually able to read so much from my list that I put together at the beginning of 2023. So counting my wins here, okay? <laughs> And I also read quite a few books in my real-life book clubs with my old school friends and with my mom, and then also a couple with my online book clubs. So overall, a well-rounded reading year. So now that we have officially closed off the year of 2023, let's chat a bit about 2024. Of course, when it comes to reading, I have a big overall book count that I would like to crack and a list of books that I would really love to get to throughout the year. But what I have become really fond of now in the past few months is seasonal TBRs and seasonal to-do lists. I just feel that they give me so much of an energy boost. They are so fun for me to put together and rather than having one big size list, it is broken down into chunks that are directly more manageable and probably also reflect better the current reading mood that I'm in because that definitely changes throughout the year. Speaking of mood that I'm in, two jewelry types that I wear depending on how I feel are rings and bracelets. In regards to rings, what I of course wear every day are my engagement, memory and wedding ring. They are always there with me, but there are sometimes days when I really like wearing extra rings, like when I go out or have an important appointment. But when I know I do a lot with my hands that day, I usually only wear the minimal. The same also goes for bracelets, because working primarily in an office, my wrist rests quite a lot on the table. So any chunky bracelets are not really well suited for me, because they always make noises when I rest my hand on the table. But luckily, when I am in the mood to wear them, I have found that Medea's designs are perfect, because they are so easy to style and combine with the rest of my look, and they do not wear your hand or your wrist down whatsoever. So for this collaboration I picked the vintage mother of pearl ring that has this beautiful round teardrop mother of pearl shape encased by a gold frame and like little golden accents. It's really pretty and honestly I always feel kind of royal when I wear it. <laughs> <laughs> and when I had it on on Christmas Eve, I got compliments instantly, so that speaks for itself. And in regards to bracelets, I got the multi-layered snake chain bracelets with layered golden strings that come together at the clasp. And if you wear it in combination with the ring, stunning. Honestly, so if the mood strikes me, this is a combo that I would always recommend to style together. So now, coming back to books, I also found that now that we live in a bigger apartment and since I got the opportunity to put up the big bookshelf, I do not have the urge to buy so many books. Now, if my husband hears that statement, he will testify against that. <laughs> And yes, I still do buy books, but seeing my collection out in the open really made me feel so calm and confident about the great pieces I already own. So the amount of new books that came in this year was 
not really high. And they were mostly special editions or super highly anticipated reads. And because the physical TBR is growing, albeit maybe in a smaller amount these days, I really made it my goal in 2024 to tackle that and slim it down by reading primarily from my already owned books. I even further encourage that because I turned all my unread books around so that the spine is facing inwards and I numbered them. So when I really do not know what I want to read, I just pick a number and be surprised and hopefully find a lot of cool new favorites that have been sitting on my shelf for a while. And once I read it, I get to turn it around and display it face outwards so that my rainbow shelf becomes more and more complete. The things we do to keep ourselves on track, honestly. But I really love the way it looks and it is a really nice challenge for me as well. But what is definitely never a challenge because I do it every day when I leave the house is to put on earrings and a necklace. If there are two staples apart from my wedding rings, the two are it. So I was so happy when I got the chance to add Medea's Anais star drop necklace and the Frida link earrings to my collection. The Anais necklace has stars strung in a row on a golden cord that really lies down nicely in the cleavage if one chooses to show that. And the Frida earrings well, how should I describe them? Maybe this might be a little edgy description, but imagine when you were a teenager and you really wanted to be cool and have a safety pin as your earring. Now imagine that you have grown up, you are a sophisticated adult who likes gold jewelry and now this earring set is the answer to fulfill that safety pin-like dream, but just in a very, very classy version. I'm pretty sure that when you see them, when you head over to my Instagram, you will know what I'm talking about. So these are all the pieces that I kindly got from Medaya in partnership for this episode. All the wonderful things that happened to me in 2023, I'm so grateful for and I so look forward to 2024 and to the goals that I set for myself. Thank you so much. And don't forget to use my discount code MARA25 for 25% off Medaya's collection. And all information on that is linked in the show notes. If you ever want to ask me a question or have any other inquiry, just write me an email to childofthelibrary at gmail.com or a direct message over on Instagram at childofthelibrary. Thank you so much if you are a faithful listener of the podcast. Thank you for your long and steady support. But also thank you if you are now newly joining our Child of the Library fam. It was a blast of a year and I hope to speak to you all again very soon. And until next time, I hope that we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts. Bye!